You like you should you should wear like one of those shock, like those trauma blankets. Like uh, I just got saved from the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. I can't believe I did that. What an entrance. I can't believe that happened to me. I think it's a pretty sick way to... I mean, it's one of those things you always, like, fantasize about, right? <laughs> like, okay. It's, it's like, not something... if I just jumped in there or Yeah. It's not something you'd ever see happening. You did. You just saw it. I saw it. I saw it happen, but I couldn't have predicted that that would happen. Should I not sit back on... Yeah, it, it doesn't matter. He doesn't live here anymore. Whose furniture is it? We don't know. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Yeah. It was cold, though. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Let's just Sorry. start. No, I think it's great. Okay. So we'll get right into it. This is our guest, Josh Potter. You hey, might know him everybody? from the YMH podcast. You have your own podcast. Do you want to plug it from the top? It's on Tuesdays, and uh, you can find it on YouTube. It's going to its new YouTube home very quick, uh, very soon in May. So. And what's it called? Please to be subscribing to that. Uh, Josh, The Josh Potter Show. The Josh Potter Sorry, Show. I'm like... You're flustered. <sighs> yeah. I'm Do you want to tell the story? You tell the story and then I'll tell the story. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. Okay. All right. So I was running late and uh, get here. I'm like relieved I'm here. We walk through the door and then I fell into a, <laughs> into a seat. Into seat. a moat? Yeah. I guess a moat. Yeah. I fell into the water like uh, right through the door, like Mr. Magoo right off the cliff. Do, 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 like walked right into it. Well, the thing straight with, away, like right the, into it. The thing with my podcast is, um, and that's why I'm wet right now, everyone. I went fully underwater. Yeah, Josh is soaking <laughs> wet right now. I feel awful. I almost want to jump in the moat in solidarity. No, don't. It's okay, cold. it's freezing. I know. I feel so bad because. I was telling Anthony while you were attempting to dry off as much as possible. I'm like, Anthony, give him your sweater or something. I No, it's fine. I'm not worried about being cold. It's just the embarrassment of having to sit here in like wet clothes. It's so interesting though because <laughs> like my jeans are just like soaking. I'm just chilling here in wet clothes. If there's anything else, if there's anything we can do, we have a heater. No, it's totally cool. The heater is wonderful. You're sacrificing your sound quality for my comfort. I should put like my feet on it or something. Yeah, that might work. My socks could dry. Yeah. (laughs) The thing about embarrassment, though, that's interesting is like, obviously, we've all done things that feel so embarrassing but like, like as that? a bystander yeah that was wild there's nothing like and we like barely have met so it's like yeah What's we up, don't Allie? know nice each other you, that like well. sort of again and then two k- seconds k- after sh- yeah it's not that it's it's funny sure it's sure it's hilarious, hilarious. you know just seeing <laughs> someone walk so casually into a moat without realizing it's a moat so confidently just like walking like it was ground but it looked like the ground to me it was such a still moat that was the problem there was I'm, not a f- uh, flicker or anything no it's not too windy right now so no. it's just still water that's, that's the other very thing we dark. were actually still outside i thought we were inside at that point oh did you yeah, I have like a hard a gay... time with these California homes. Yeah, but yeah. we were like, I didn't know there was no roof. The hard thing is that here, I, I don't, I'm not saying this to make you feel better in any way. Okay, don't, please. But I think it's interesting <laughs> having this experience because whenever I do something that I feel embarrassed by, I'm like, oh my God, everyone is probably thinking about it, whatever. It It's funny, you know, we can laugh about it. Yeah, but this happened like right, I mean, there's no hiding this. 
I try to like nonchalantly get out of the moat too. I'm like, I'm cool. Like there's no, there's no like playing that off. Like you just stubbed your toe or something. It's like, I'm fully soaked. I went all the way underwater. Like it is a deep moat, by the way. That's the funny thing is that I don't know you well enough. And it looked as though you intentionally went and submerged yourself underwater where I'm like. That would be. I'm like, is uh, that Josh Potter's asinine. thing like the new Steve-O? Is he just like, I'm just going to jump in? I didn't know that exactly. that was an I get accident. That. You're like, oh my God, this guy, turn it off, dude. We get, a, we get it. You have a moat here. But the thing about the moat is that normally normally we're, we record this kind of during the day when it's still light out. So when the guests get oh, here, I would have definitely seen it in everyone the day. sees that there's a moat. And so as we're walking over the moat, I tell the guest, I know we have a moat. Be careful, don't fall in. Do you expect to walk into... I mean, I guess maybe out here I should, but I <laughs> i mean, I don't expect a moat to be in the home. Up here in the hills, too, I was like... When I step, though, I go, this is water. <laughs> I knew it, like... As your The foot. second my foot... I can still feel it like a phantom pain. Like, this is where the water hit initially, and I can f- still feel that's the coldest. Because I was like, oh, no. And then I was in... Like you said, I, it looked like I dove in. Yeah. It was because I didn't want to, like... I thought I was going to, like, I'm snag so- myself on something. <laughs> so I had to, like, continue, you know? It's also very narrow, <laughs> so I'm glad you didn't go, like, face first Well, that's something. what I'm saying, yeah. I... That's my balance oh uh, my instincts gosh. kicking in. That's why it looked like I, I leapt at that point because yeah. I knew for a moment I was snagged. <laughs> so, and then it's like, what? I'm glad what we're your just phone- st- we just stared at each other. We're like, the phone's safe, but now what? Yeah, now what do we do? Because I don't want you to be uncomfortable. You're, You're like, welcome. Ah. You're welcome to go home. We we can re-record this at any time. I want you to no, know your I'm rights. Fine. We're this deep. I mean, like my shirt feels almost dry. It's not, but it feels almost dry. <laughs> you've gotten you've gotten accustomed to the uncomfortable. I wonder if I can fool an Uber driver and just like sit in their car and just like get out and be like, see ya, and then run. I think you'll be fine. He won't know. I've that gotten I'm- into plenty of Ubers where the seats were wet when I got in, and I was like, I don't want to know the backstory. But maybe someone else fell into a moat. Before yeah, that's I got true. Into you got now. Uber. You'll be more understanding when the seats wet i'll have more empathy yes exactly you won't complain about it you'll be like someone must have this is honestly top five i would (laughs) say this is like going in the year end best of yeah i uh i fell one time drunk though into a lake like that but i was looking at my phone at the time another phone like a drunk water well that one i saved I, i fell and i it was the first thing i saved i actually fell through ice on that one wow yeah where was that that was up at my friend's like cabin up in Canada or whatever. Oh, okay. So yeah, I fell through ice there, and like my friend actually like made sure my phone was safe before he made sure I was safe. He knew my priorities. That's kind of what I did. I was very concerned. Well, yeah, about the you phone. you reminded me of the phone immediately. I don't know why I thought for a moment I threw it. No, because I thought I was dumb enough where I was looking at my phone when I walked in. I was not. It was in my pocket fully. Yeah, but it's dark out. Oh yeah, you have bad eyes. Yeah, I no, should have said something as soon as I said hi. That this is the, the uh, first thing I said. easily the blindest dumb move I've made. I think I have survivor's guilt that I'm dealing with right now. <laughs> You're like uh, co-oping my yeah. incident. Is your beanie wet? No, actually, like the beanie dried pretty immediately. Like the top, I guess I didn't go completely submerged because the top is dry. Okay, but it's wet here in, in the this, back. the crown of it. 
Okay, let me know if the heater needs to move. If no, we're fine. The heater is great where it is here. Okay. No, we had a full submerge. No, all the way, like up past my shoulders. Yeah. All the way down under. Well, welcome. Don't feel sorry. It's I'm the one who walked into it. I'm not going to like coffee McDonald's you where it's like I spilled it on myself. Yeah. I'm sue you now. No, I'm I'm not even scathed other than wet and embarrassed, so. I'm I'm wet and embarrassed. That should be the new name of this pod. Um, I am so glad to have you on. Well, hey, nice to meet Speaking you. Speaking of wetness, yeah, good to talk in person outside of the comedy store of yeah. a handful of times. People link us up in comments on Instagram. That's right. Whatever, because we share a common thread of having difficulty with orgasming and coming that's correct yes have what that's right that's true i forgot i have seen your joke about that too and yours is better than mine oh uh, mine, mine is out of like pure people asking about it it's annoying is it annoying do you wish that you would never mention talking about that because people bring it up often the most annoying thing is like i could be at like a restaurant with my cousin or something and take a picture and it's a girl and they'll be like did she make you come that's your cousin will ask that no like oh, when i, I post like, like if i were on instagram posted on instagram or something a picture with like my cousin or like a family member it doesn't matter indiscriminately oh, got it a woman and of any sort people will be like did she make you come i'm like come on, that's my fuck yeah well yeah you know <laughs> that's what not do a people, person that's gonna do that to me do people is do you find like what are the common when when people find out that you have this issue yeah. What are the common things? Because I imagine it's different as a guy who has this problem and as a girl who has this problem. And I can only speak from my own experience. I feel like it's probably more common for someone to come across the woman with it, right? Yeah. Yeah. So but I mean, as a woman with it, I feel like guys have this mentality of like, as soon as they hear that, they're like, challenge it's like accepted. A challenge. Yeah. Well, I'm going to do that too. Oh, I'm going to yeah, get comfortable annoying. on your couch Yeah, I get comfortable here. on your uh, No, I've... I found that women do that too, but that's like the fun part about it is that women are like, I want to be, but then when they don't make it happen, they're sad. Yeah. They feel bad. Yeah. And then I feel bad that they feel bad. I'm like, it's not your fault. Yeah. But guys are different. They don't feel bad. They're like five minutes. Their challenge lasts five minutes and they're like, no, oh, okay. All right. I well, got, maybe you're I'll right. just come then. Yeah, exactly. I wish I was like that. I mean, I can't, I mean, I focus on the woman because I want to draw attention away from the fact that. You know, I don't want them to get in their own head about it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because that happens. I Do you, because you can't come, do you have sex for a short amount of time or a long amount of time? No, it's long. To yeah, the point I of like, that. It, it's painful. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't you just end it early? You say, hey, Because they, times. I want them to have their fun. And if I have they fun. Just, some of them will enjoy the like uh, length of it. Really? But maybe like who are these women you're finding? I, I don't know. They, these ones they don't they don't want to like they don't say stop or anything. I, I would be fine with that. Oh yeah, if sex you know lasts I mean? longer than ten minutes, I'm like I'm not trying to start a family. Yeah, like I mean, there's a point where I'm just like kind of just sitting there and they're just using me as a vessel. Yeah, so it's like I guess I'm a woman. Have you? Have I you? Feel, I'm the more I'm explaining it, the more I'm sounding like I'm I identifying as a woman. Oh. 
in this regard. This is a safe space. You <laughs> can do you. that here. You know, um, I end up, I'm like, I'm sore. I'm not going to come. I'm on this medication. I have a headache. Yeah, exactly. I'm tired. But I do get sore. It's weird. What do you mean you get sore? Like my dick gets sore. Oh, yeah, I bet. I mean, it's a muscle. Yeah. So my coochie gets sore. Of course. I've heard women say that about like the long sex. I don't understand. Well, I went to the gynecologist because I was getting these coochie pains during the sexy time. Yeah. And it's because I was like rushing into boning. Oh. And you got to be relaxed. And so yeah. my coochie was tensing up. Right. It was like, whoa, is, hey, whoa. Which is great for my boyfriend because he's like, damn, <laughs> you're tight. And I'm like, no, I'm actually in this severe pain. This is fear mode. Yeah. Um. Uh, and so now I have to take my time, but I'm very impatient, which I think is why I have an issue coming because I don't want to give myself the time to just be present with my thoughts. Yes, that's exactly it. Being present, I feel like, and, um, being in the moment. Cause I'm always just like, this isn't going to happen. I'm just already thinking about it. Yes. It's like Thomas the tank or whatever. I'm just, I've, I've already told myself that I can't. And yeah. so I'm just, I can't. It's like when you go on a boat or whatever, you're like, this is going to sink. Then it does inevitably. Or like when you walk into a house and you think I'm going to fall in the moat. And then you fall and into then the you moat. do it. Yeah. Well, you didn't know that there was a moat. I did not know there was a I, I mean, I did, clearly did not know there was a moat. I mean, you definitely <laughs> learned quickly that we had a moat. Yeah. I'll never forget there's a moat. That's for sure. I mean, I feel honored to be a part of this story that I imagine Me you'll too. tell. This on is like podcasts. every single guest that comes, you're going to be like, you'll never believe this. Yeah. This fucking idiot, Josh Potter, fell right in the, like, just walk right into it. Anytime, every time someone comes over. Anytime here. you're on a podcast and you're like, what's the worst podcast? Or if, you, if you're if you on a podcast and you yeah. think it's going terribly, you'll be like, well, at least I didn't <laughs> fall into a moat. Yeah. I mean, what if I fell into it again on the way out? That would be. <laughs> that even... would be I'm going to guide you out like a <laughs> yeah. seeing eye dog. I'm going to be on all fours. I'm going to wear a leash and I'm just going to oh, guide man. you out to freedom. I was like, oh, man, I'm so embarrassed that I'm late. And then I walked into the moat. Honestly, I think it was a good thing because I was getting so tired before you got here. I'm not a night person. I don't know about you. I am a night person. How long do you stay up? I mean, usually if there's no structure in my life, like it has been the past year, I'll be it's the op. I live like opposite life. Like I'll sleep all day and then be up all night because mm. I miss like I don't know, maybe because it's not there's no comedy or whatever. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'll stay up all night. I'm not a night person, and so I was getting tired before you got here, and as soon as I heard your body hit the water, <laughs> I... Did it splash you? Did you get a little, oh, good, I'm awake now? No, it didn't splash me at all, but I felt the cold. I I was in your body in that moment, and I felt the the shock, and it woke me up. And I, I tried to casually be like, it's good, I'm okay. <laughs> Like, like, I just needed a little dip. It was a yeah. hot day out. I just, I've like pulled myself out just going like, I, I was like, I remember it took my breath away. It was so yeah. cold because I was like, ha, ha, ha. Ha. I was talking like that. Like I was in the Titanic. Um, Jack. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Wait, okay. Yes. I'm sorry. It's okay. I, I want to get it. back to coming because. Yeah. So. um, Is that all anybody asked you about on your questions? Um, people ask a lot. Of, well, people just want updates at this point because I don't talk about it that often. So I people see. every once in a while. That's will what they be do like, with me too. Yeah, what's going on? Yeah. Have you had any luck with it? Have you? Is there anything you've noticed that might help you get closer to that point? Have you come? I mean, it's repetition at this point. I'm finding like it's fun to have sex with like a new person, 
and like find a connection but it's also like i'm learning more reps gets me closer with the same person yes do you have someone that you're able to see consistently no yeah not right now that's tough but that's the interesting thing is i thought the same thing i was like oh well if i have one partner maybe i'll feel safe with them and it'll be different but i've been dating this guy for about four months Mm -hmm. maybe almost five and it still is very difficult have you had it where like you've had it happen and then you've been like well i gotta go back to the well and then it doesn't happen ever again it's interesting because i've only uh achieved full orgasm the first few times i masturbated and it was when i was at home in high school you've never experienced it with anybody else no 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 only with myself i've had it happen twice and then like they were both the first time i had sex with that particular person and i went back to the well again and again and i was like it's not happening you know yeah i would have like married that person if probably yeah it's really frustrating yeah but i think there's also a fear to it it's like a very mental thing not coming there i think there's a fear for me like what happens like my fear is like what happens if i fully let go yeah i mean i remember the last time that it happened for me was like i didn't even expect it to happen it just went straight like into the woman and i was i freaked out like i was like oh my god i'm so sorry because i thought like i did it without her consent yeah do you know what i mean like i was inside of her with no condom and then that happened and i was like oh my god i'm so sorry i'm so sorry she's like it's cool (laughs) like i would have told you not to and I freaked, I fainted like on her front lawn. No. Yeah, like I left because I had to, I was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. It was like a one night stand thing. And I freaked out that that happened. She's like, I have, uh, what's it called? I- ED or whatever. Oh, IUD. Yeah. And she's G-E-D? like, I'm fine. She's like, I have a GED. Yeah, yeah. It's all good. I wasn't planning on doing anything <laughs> with say? my I- future anyways. <laughs> I was like, I- you have an IED or whatever? Yeah, yeah. Is that what it's really called? No, an IED, I think is what like bombs, blows right? up in, in Israel. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, she had that too. She had a bomb blow up in her. That's what it sounded like. I didn't understand what she meant at first. And I was like, you have a roadside bomb in your vagina. <laughs> but so I... I shot it uh, it in and whatever, and I freaked out and I just like threw on my clothes. I didn't even put my underwear on. Like I remember she's like, I still have your underwear in my house. The next day she texted me because I just threw my pants on and then went outside and fainted. And then I like came to on her front lawn. And that was like- You have a lot of uh, front of the house traumatic (laughs) experiences. You got to really be careful going into a home or exiting a home. I'm really weary. I was down the street too. I wasn't even in front of the right house. Yeah. I was all sorts of out of my realm. Um, It's also kind of a bummer that you came inside of her because I feel like it would have been so cool to really just like investigate the, you know, load. Yeah. No, I mean, it was like- it. Also, I feel like I fainted because it was such a like insane orgasm too. Oh yeah. Combined with the fact that I freaked out about it happening. Like it was like all the blood rushed to my head. Yeah. Or from my head, maybe. I don't know. But it was like, you know how like you stand up too fast and you yeah. see like purple or whatever? Yeah. That's what happened. And I just fainted on her lawn. How long goes this? That was like ten years ago. Oh damn! Yeah. Oh, so it's been a long time. Yeah, I was like twenty-four when that happened. Wow. Okay. And then I it happened not too long. The only the second time it happened, or the other the other time I should say, was with a another girl around that time frame. Though it was like in that same apart. I lived in that same apartment. I remember. And where like, are you living now? I live in East Hollywood now. Okay. But I was at I was down 
at a friend's house today. But yeah, I live like two miles from here, I found out. So okay. that'll be the, the way going home will be a lot easier. Yeah. And while I'm wet. Yeah. I'll be in the car a lot less time. <laughs> just tell him to turn the heater up, Max. Yeah, maybe he'll think I just like, I don't know. I'm just, I'm waiting for that fee on my card. No, Is I that think you'll be do? fine. They don't check. Okay, good. Yeah, you'll be good. Um, Okay, so you, where are you from originally? I'm from Buffalo, New York originally. Okay, and you're a huge Bills fan. Yes, that's why. Do you I've gamble? I gamble on sports, yeah. Are you successful at it? I mean, what's successful? I don't know. (laughs) Like, I've made money. Yeah, I have, like, uh, I've made, I don't want to say I've made more money than I've lost, but I, during pandemic, I've came, I paid my rent a couple times with it. Oh, okay. I mean, that's not a lot, but I mean. It's nice. Yeah, it's a nice little bonus. Feels good to be like, I'm not actually paying my rent, really. Right, it's like bonus money. And then, like, with this Bitcoin craze, I. Are you doing it? What's that? The Bitcoin? Bitcoin? I mean, I put, because, like, it's easier to transfer your winnings to Bitcoin. Oh. So I've just been like, I'll keep some in there. So now I feel like I'm a crypto guy or whatever. Yeah. Because I've thrown a few hundred bucks in that. So, yeah, I guess I'm doing all right. What happens if the Bills are playing a team that you think will beat them? I always bet the bills, but I won't bet too much. Yeah, it's like I am a I am a guy who gambles with his heart way too often, mm. so I'm pretty shitty in that regard. But like, like I'll never bet the Patriots to win, but then I'll just not touch the game. But with the bills, I'm like I have to throw a little bit down, just to like put the juju in the that's right place. Sweet. Yeah, so I'm a romantic gambler. For yeah, sure. that's so. Yeah, that's really like very thoughtful and loyal. Yeah, no, for sure they don't get anything out of it, but one way or another but i get pride and it's I get almost joy. like a tithe yeah you're like true. here you go here's my donation to it's your like charity. i uh what's it at, at church when you go like tithe is that what it's called mm-hmm. oh okay i thought that was i went through else. a christian phase all right that's yeah. where you put and then you light the candle oh that's catholic okay yeah see that's my only experience i think with christians Christ- are more chill yeah I, that's true they like host rave nights at their church Right, they're the ones that are like, do you want to watch Billy Madison and find the meaning of like God in it? One hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Um, when okay. was your Christian? Uh, ninth grade. I was in high school my freshman year, and I was struggling to find my place. And I figured everyone in Orange County in high school who's popular is Christian. So, I did you um have someone introduce you to it? No, just everyone from my high school. Mm-hmm. I had a kid back in that time that was like, I want to save you. Oh, God. So I went to like a Jars of Clay concert. And I mean, he was like trying to show me like rock music can be Christian and stuff. And Creed is Christian. I'm like, Creed is Christian? No shit. And I was like, maybe Christianity is cool. Is Creed Christian? Cre- yeah. I mean, they had. Is that why they do it? We lost. Yeah, he had the cross. He's like, he had us. My own prison was like, uh, he said he had a dream and like God came to him in a tiger and like. You got to watch the behind the music of Creed. <laughs> okay, sounds, sounds good. <laughs> they take it very seriously. And like, I remember watching it as a kid going like, they are gods of rock, you know? And then now they're like a joke. Yeah, that's It's hilarious that everyone took it so seriously, though. I think anything you take too seriously becomes a joke. Yeah, you're right. It's a pretty deep thought, huh? Totally. Yeah. <laughs> it's a pretty deep thought. Wait, so how long have you been doing stand-up? Um, since 2008. 
And what got you into that? Did you start when you were in Buffalo? Yeah, I uh, I worked in radio first, and then wait, what did you do on the radio? I was like a morning show producer. <gasps> cool. Yes, I used to be on the radio. That's what I, I remember you telling or saying that at one point. What did you do on the radio? You I used made to do prank call-ins, phone right? calls. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I wish I did that more. Like I started out as like a stunt boy. I mean, jumping in moats and shit, yeah. and. Uh, but I, I did. I started. I got like tased by a police officer. I had. I went like trick or treating at like a pedophile's house, stuff like that. And then I started writing bits. <laughs> and I was for like, the radio show. Yeah, yeah. Doing call, doing like not prank calls, but like um, phone in interviews, like pretending I was like someone else or whatever, yeah. stuff like that. Bits, little like theaters and stuff. But um, yeah, so I did like audio production for the radio station just to like get a paycheck. And we started having like comics come in, you know, doing interviews. And so I started talking to them and they're like, why don't you do stand up? And I was like, I don't, I've always wanted to. I had no idea like how to or where to go. Because Buffalo's no club. pretty like kind of dead. It especially was more so back then. It's become a little more lively as like many of these like lower cities have risen up through the tides of like 2008's housing crisis. Yeah. and this covid thing like everything's kind of like leveling out and so buffalo kind of was one of those like a lot of hipsters started moving there it became very like artsy interesting yeah it's pretty chill and a club came in 2012 so that's that like hype put my shit into hyperdrive you know yeah like i started getting work but before that there was no club it was just one bar show so it took like four years for me to get like my first mc gig yeah that's know? crazy yeah and then i had to drive an hour in either direction to go to a club and it wasn't like they were a-list clubs either you know so and were there a lot of other comedians in buffalo at the time or was it like a small pool of like i'd say there were like probably 20 or so that were like really going every time to the mics that were available yeah which weren't a lot like maybe two a week do you still keep in touch with any of those people i mean i keep in touch with them for sure like the guys that got me started started before me yeah and they're like my one friend matt bergman is like a road dog he just did a dry bar special he's still doing it and then my other friend matt wayne is like a a new york guy so okay. like he stays in new york and does sets but the other ones either they've quit or they stayed there yeah. you know what i mean so it's weird it's like tough to relate to them still in a lot of ways but also you know then you're like who do i talk to if not them do you know yeah. what i mean yeah because they've seen your like horrible shit all the way through what made you move and did you uh, initially move to la first or did you go did you try and live in other places before coming? I here? moved to Cleveland once for like a year to do radio because I got like a radio job. Mm-hmm. I hated it. My old job had like shifted because like a new company bought the radio station. So there was more money. And so I went back again. They like saved me and I got to go back to Buffalo. That was like in 2010 or something like that. And then uh, when. I started opening for Tom Segura on the road, like when he just rolled through town one weekend. In Buffalo? Yeah, that was like the first time I worked with him was at Helium there. Was that set up through the comedy club? Yeah, like I had just won the contest there the year prior and they were like, we're going to start middling you. And that was my first weekend that they like since they passed me. I had done a couple weekends here and there, but this was like you're passed as a feature now Yeah, with Helium or whatever. And that was my first weekend. And then... He um, 
intro or he like brought me along to a couple dates. Oh, that's so nice. Did yeah. you guys just like because obviously uh when you're doing stand up at like a smaller club or like in a city where it's not as busy for comedy, yeah. I imagine you're kind of hoping that a comedian comes along and takes you to different gigs. Yeah, so I mean, sure. I how how did it come about? Like did you guys just hit it off or did you just like ask to go to different cities with him? Cause it's hard to kind of break that like local comic. For sure. Especially one that's on the radio act. too. Yeah. Like if the guy on the radio, especially I was like emceeing for years. So the guy on the radio is the MC. They're like, yeah, you'll be here forever. And I got scared that I would be there forever too, but I never really asked anybody. I'd just be chill, hang out. And um, he like, I've had weekends with guys that were like so much more were friends. I thought, you know what I mean? Like where I left there, like I have their number. I have this, I have that with Tom. It was just a chill weekend. It was fun, but I didn't know that it would like become what it became. You know what yeah. I mean? Especially, I mean like his career at the time, like wasn't what it is now. So you don't know like what year was this? 2013. Wow. Okay. Oh, like, so you guys go way back. I guess so. Yeah. Now it's crazy how far. I mean, it's almost been a decade now. So, yeah. But I mean, he still had your mom's house. And I remember like. Wait, your mom's house has been that long? Yeah. They've been going since like 2011. Whoa. Yeah. It's crazy. Whoa. It's over 10 years. That's nuts. Yeah. So, I mean, they had that. He had been on Workaholics or something. I remember like just like, you know, late night credits or whatever. And he had been starting to sell tickets. So he hit me up about going to the Orlando Improv one weekend. And I i mean, I had to pay, like, it was like the old school. You have to pay your travel, everything as a middle act or whatever. Yeah. And then, you know, a couple of months later, he's like, hey, I'm doing this other tour and you don't have to pay for your travel anymore. I was like, what? <gasps> so like, you could tell he was like getting going yeah. up. And then all of a sudden it was like he had a theater tour in 2017. And he was like, if you move to L.A., I'll give you all my dates. Wow. So I did that, obviously. I yeah. quit radio and moved here. Like no thought? Or was was there a part of you that was like, what happens if like... Well, of course I was like freaked out, but it was like, if I say no to this, that means I give up on any... Uh, this is my chance to... Otherwise, I am the guy who's going to be there forever. You know? Yeah. So it was this or die, I guess. So then you moved to LA and how did you adjust to being in a much larger comedy well it was weird like i was i still had my road gigs you know i had his road gigs and then i still had like the ones that i could muster up so i was doing the road when i got here and i knew i wasn't gonna get like welcome not like not welcomed everyone was very welcoming but i'm saying like past or whatever yeah at all the clubs so i had to go put in my time and just find sets where i could and i still like even now i'm learning as covid's lifting I'm like, oh, you still weren't like in with these bookers yet because like they're having all these shows. And I, I'm like, oh, that's, there's a show happening there. It's like, yeah, it's been happening for three months, bro. Dude, I feel the same. Yeah. I. It's weird right now, right? Or, yeah. Okay. It's very odd because I feel like I was very much in the mix of the L.A. comedy scene. And then when COVID happened and even now when things are still pretty much closed, 
I'm like, what? Like, I'll see shows on Instagram, and I'm like, I don't, I've never even heard of this. Right? Like, who? How did they even find out who books that? Yeah, I have some friends who are like, oh, I have so many shows right now, and I'm just like, is it like, what is it like? Do I just not know enough people who are doing stand up? Because I feel like a lot of times people who run shows are newer comics because right. that's how they get stage time and get to work with bigger comics. And I'm like, maybe I just didn't know enough, like you know younger yeah nobody was like trying to fuck with me when i you know what i'm saying like i don't i wasn't doing anything for anybody when i first got here you know yeah and even now i mean i don't know but they don't um they don't like it's weird seeing some where you're like oh i know that person from an open mic who's booking that show and then they're like they have huge names on it you're Mm -hmm. like what the fuck how did they how are they doing that and then you're like well they're not gonna fuck with me they know me from the open mic so yeah, it's been weird, but when I, f- I feel like I didn't even gain traction yet when I first got here. I was just starting to, like, I was past at the other improvs outside of town, you yeah. know, but, um, and I was just starting to get stuff at the Im- regular, the Hollywood improv, so, I don't know, we'll see, I guess, when it opens up what happens. Yeah. You know? Have you done any shows during COVID, like, bigger shows? I mean, I, I did... uh like a little run in the south like i did nashville was it huntsville and um phoenix like oh, i did yeah. that so i wish i could have done more but it just seemed weird like i've waited a decade to headline these places and i was like i don't want to do it now and like blow my load on half capacities or whatever yeah but at the same time i'm like you know I got to do something, you know what I mean? Because yeah. there's just nothing happening around here. Yeah, that's the hard thing is like I had just started headlining right before COVID right, hit. Here. Yeah, and then it like shut everything down. And so it's like once things were opening in certain states like Arizona, it's yep. like, of course, I'm going to go because those people are going whether I'm there or not. You know, I'm right. not at the place in headlining where everyone's coming out to see me. So it felt like I'm not causing people to like, put their health at risk or anything it's like these people just want to go out i happen to be the comedian yeah this weekend i didn't even know? give a shit about that part of it it was more like i was mad at, i was mad i'm like of course you're headlining now and like the money is this you know I, i'm yeah. selfish like where i thought about those things i'm like of course like it's gonna be like dog you're gonna break even like you're middling you know what i mean yeah. but you're headlining you still have to do an hour like this is your headlining so i was like pissed about all that i'm like i'll just wait in order to like get back to like normal again you know what i mean the yeah. normal contracts and stuff but who knows if it will or not i know that's the crazy thing about stand-up is how much money goes into it and then how much you end up actually walking away with oh yeah i mean it's bizarre but it's like in now especially now you know what i mean with coronavirus it's yeah. fucked up beyond belief yeah it's break even i want to see a lot of people had questions for you um so I wanted to get to some of those. I wonder what I mean. I'm sure I can guess a bunch of them. What do you think? I think there. Are, I think there's going to be like four varieties, but I'll see, we'll see. I want to see if people are. I don't want to like lead you in any way. So let's see if people are. Obviously, there's a lot about coming. Yes, figured. Nothing um, about them. I'm going to get a lot of moat questions now. I know. Yeah. I honestly feel so honored that this happened here. I mean, I don't know anywhere else. I'm glad else I made like an moat. indelible mark on the pod. I mean, this will definitely be a pod I won't forget. <laughs> um, 
how thick are your glasses? This thing. And you got new glasses. Yeah, these are relatively new now. Do you like the new? The I new do. Look? Yeah, sure. They're sleek. Thank you. They're hip. I'm excited about them. Yeah. I haven't gotten new ones in a while. But yeah, they're this, I don't know, like this thick. Yeah, they're thick. Yeah. They're thickies. Thick enough to miss a moat. Yeah. But that was more, I would say that's more of a lighting issue. It's probably a combination of the two. Yeah. Lighting goes into Wait, the Wait, what's the deal with your eyes? I, um, well, I just. I'm, I feel like I'm asking all of the <clears throat> most basic boring <laughs> questions, but I don't know you. No, yeah, for sure. So it's well, like a get so to know you. I have to get thing. it out of the I way. do. That's why, like, I even said, I can't wait to like do a thing where people maybe like know me the second time around because then I don't have to do like eye jokes anymore because yeah. it's an obvious thing like especially when you're middling or whatever you have to go up and tell them about your eyes because people are just going to wonder the whole time so I um I don't know like what the cause of it was but I've always been since I was like too very nearsighted and so it, when you're nearsighted your eyes get oblong and I also have like a degenerative disease so like my retinas detached in oh, both shit. of them, like when I was a kid or whatever. So yeah, have that's you had to I have eye surgery? Yeah, many yeah. of them. Yeah, that's why this one's all fucked up because like I had like six in one summer. So that's crazy. Yeah, it was bizarre. It was like the worst summer ever. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. Did you have to wear an eye patch after this? I did for quite some time. <laughs> it's yeah. not as cool as like a pirate one though. No, it looks I remember- like an old lady. You're just like. I went to summer camp with a girl who had an eye patch. They're not fun. Yeah. That's why everyone's like, why don't you just wear a patch? I'm like, it's not like Dan Crenshaw patch. I guess I could get one now. But like back then it was like, it's like a thing to protect you if a softball were to get thrown at your face, you know? Yes. And eye patches never have like the allure that you think that they would. No one ever goes, ooh, I wonder what the eye patch is about. (laughs) People are like, don't talk to him. Yeah. They're like, they turn their child's head away. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. They're like, honey, don't stare. At the at the eye patch guy, yeah, you can't go into like Starbucks with a with a fucking eye patch. That's what I always say. Yeah, with a cast. Like if someone breaks a limb and they wear a cast, everyone's like, "Oh, how'd you break your arm with an eye patch?" People are like, "He might uh, have bodies in the basement." Yeah, he sold his eye. Yeah. For like, have you thought about that? So selling an eye. I want to keep it. Okay. In case they like fix it. Yeah. Someday, like I'm, I'll buy an eye. I'm more of a buyer in the buyer's market for an eye. Yeah, you're missing one and all. Yeah, so I don't know if I have one to. I don't want to sell. They're not going to buy the shitty one. Then I only have the good one to sell. You should, if you happen to buy a new eye, you should gold plate your eye. Oh, like like wear it like a a stand. Oh, like a necklace. Mm -hmm. Okay, I think that'd be a cool move. I could put it in like a chamber, like a. And take it out, you know, yeah. like one of those things. Mm-hmm. Hyper, what are they called? Oh, you can get a little metal made that says like like one of those soccer trophies and put your eye in the middle and have it say like world's greatest eye. Yeah, there you go. Like a stand where it's like a hand. And I put it in that. Yeah. But or- I, uh, I think if I got down to selling my eyes, like that's the only thing I have left to sell. It's pretty bad. It's place bad. To be. Yeah. yeah, things You're like, are new bad. merch. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if it's down to just I got my eye, and they're like, "Wow, okay. I'll sign it." Yeah, exactly. Um, ask him about his sex work. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I did cameo. Do you do cameo? I don't know if um that's that feels like selling an eyeball to me. Sex work. Or or cameo. Cameo. Well, cameo. 
Do you like approached Cameo? Me. Here's the thing. They approached me. They approached me too. And I said, I'll do it, but I'm going to do sex work on it. Wait, so, so are you? I mean, I kind of do, yeah. Wait, so what does that even mean? I'm. It's. I just say. I mean, I. It's really just a a ruse, but it's pretty graphic. I mean, I don't like show my dick on it or anything like that. But I mean, I speak graphically. <gasps> Whoa! Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm trying to just a girl get it for a boyfriend or something, and then I have to talk dirty to her boyfriend, stuff like that. Oh, that's fun. It is fun. How yeah. much do you charge on it? Fifty dollars. Oh, good. Yeah, no, I, I've actually lapsed quite a bit on it because it's become soulless during the quarantine times. Yeah. And I'm like, this is, I don't want this to be like my only thing. You know sure, I mean? yeah. So, yeah, no, I just say I'm a sex worker on Cameo and people buy it up. I love that. That's yeah, a great, fun. yeah, I think if I were to do it, I'd need a gimmick because something feels very weird. And- yeah, I can't just hop on there and be like, what's up, happy birthday, chin up, you know. So I, I thought nobody would do it. I thought this way, like, if I was like, because I did like feet porn on it and stuff, you know, mm, I was like, oh, imagine this is your dick or whatever, you know, and I'd put stuff in my toes and yeah. shit, stuff like that. And uh, I thought it would get me kicked off. And then the cameo people were like raving about it to me. Wow. They were like, you're doing great. We love it. My we boyfriend, love your footwork. They, watch, they listen to my podcast. Like, it's fucking weird. That's right. Yeah, it's cool, I guess, but. The cameo. I thought they would kick me off, and I wouldn't have to do them anymore. But you got fanios on cameos. Yeah, right. Um, ask him for an update on the homeless man outside his window. I haven't seen him in a while. It's been cold here in Los Angeles, so he hasn't been around. But there's a blind homeless man, and I thought he was me from the future. Whoa. Yeah, his name's Yellow Feather. Is he Native American? I hope so. Indigenous? For, his name, for his name being what it is i hope yeah, so or else he's gonna have to be canceled yeah if no he's for in sure Hollywood, well he, can't he fly screams the n-word in the street so for that i think he would get canceled Got it. there's a list piling up against yellow feather yeah but he's he not doesn't gonna seem make to it care. in hollywood <laughs> yeah he doesn't seem to mind though yeah he's doing just fine he sits outside the jack-in-the-box with a cup and people give him their change and he makes a mint wow what's your favorite fast food <sighs> chipotle does that count you like Chipotle? Yeah. Okay. Like a lot. Does that count as fast food though? Um, like quick service. Okay. But do you I, want me to go trashier level? If you you could like drive through fast food. Um, probably. It's got to be Taco Bell. Oh, I love. Taco I hate Bell. that What's it's Taco order? Bell, but it's Taco Bell. I like different things all the time, but mm. like I, I go, like I have to go with my the same order every time. You're a same order. Per- that's yeah. me at Chipotle, though. Oh, interesting. Chipotle, it's the same every time, but at Taco Bell, I'm like, I'll get two of these, I'll get two of those, I get a one of these. You ball out at Taco Bell. Yeah. Same. Yeah, I mean, I guess I like McDonald's too, but I'm pretty boring with fast food. Yeah. You know, I'm not really like out of the lines kind of guy. Do you cook at all? I do, but nothing like extravagant. I hate yeah. eating, to be honest. Really? Yeah, I don't like it. What What does that even mean? I'm the opposite. I love eating. Well, I I'll eat all this. the time. I eat too much. I like eating when it's like a thing to do. Like if we were going out to dinner, I'd be like stoked. Yeah. But if it's just like a day and I'm like hungry and I have to just cook something to eat it, I hate that. You hate eating out of necessity. Yes. You like eating for uh, a time and experience. Right, but you can't do that every day. No. Three times a day at I that. I mean, you could if you're Warren Buffett. 
That's true. He doesn't even do it every day, though. He's like, I got to drive my Corolla and eat. Oh, is he one of those dudes? Yeah, he's one of those fucking idiots. That's annoying. It is annoying. I hate those guys. Yeah, it's like, why are you choosing to live like me when I'm trying to <laughs> yeah, have as much money as you? Yeah, what are you going to do with that money? Yeah. Do a lot of people ask you about Tom and Christina? I mean, sure. They ask me like, I mean, I guess like fans do. Yeah. So, I mean, what do they ask? I don't know what. Well, someone just said, can you describe what it's like to work with Tom and Christina in three words? They're really putting you on a. It's super fun. <laughs> I, I can think it. Yeah, that was like, I mean. I mean, it's amazing, but... Uh, I'm yeah. obsessed with them. Yeah, I mean, they're killing it. I mean, I've known Tom for a while, and it always seemed like he was killing it, but it just gets to, like, insane levels more and more. Like, I guess because I was so poor, you know, forever, too. Yeah. So you're just like, back when he was get, headlining papered rooms, I was like, he's killing it. Do you know what yeah. I'm saying? But like, And then, like, it just kept getting more and more crazy. It's so cool to see that happen. Yeah, for sure. And it makes you go like, I can even do like a fraction of that. It'd be awesome. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And he's so nice. I remember there was one time I was at the comedy store and I had met him kind of briefly, I think, through Kill Tony. And then I was at the comedy store like a week later or something. And my friends from high school happened to be there and I ran into them and they're like, oh, my God, like, how are you, Allie? And I'm like, I'm good. What are you guys up to? And they're like, we're here to see Tom Segura. And I'm like, oh, he's he's great. Like, that's awesome. And then Tom walks through the parking lot, sees me and is like, oh, what's up, Allie? And daps me up in front of my friends from high school. That's awesome. And I'm like, this is the best thing that could have ever happened. Like, I look so legit. <laughs> with that was back in the day, too, right? I think, yeah, yeah, that was back in the day, probably like four years ago. Nice. And I just looked so cool. Because I was going to say, I mean, now your friends must think you're pretty cool just on your own, right? I mean, like. Probably, but it's not something that you really like know. Gauge, yeah, that's true. But when something like that happens, we're there at the comedy store to see their favorite comic and then their favorite comic calls you by your name and daps you yeah up. that's true that's a big thing that's You're even like, yeah, bigger than you doing something cool exactly yeah 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 because they know me from high school they can say yeah she did that cool thing but she also like shit herself in <laughs> yeah. home ec or yeah, whatever for sure for sure um so that was a highlight for me um proper green room etiquette slash biggest green room green room faux pas or pet peeves Ooh, i'm a big like I'm not like a stickler on that kind of thing, but there is like stuff where you're just like, what is this guy doing? Like, um, as a host, I would never want to like step on toes or anything like that. Yeah. I was like big on that. And you'd see like a middle totally fucking up. Like when it was just like a random pairing, like sometimes I, I miss those kind of like when you were just randomly set up, it was like the headliner was random. The middle was random. Everyone brings people now, which I've benefited from obviously, but there was something fun about that, you know, Yeah. when it was just all crazy. Some of it didn't even go together, but um, I hated when like middles would bring their, or, or MCs even you bring their girlfriend into the green room. Mm. Cause like, and then they're, they're just, just like there lingering. the whole time. Yeah, you're just like now it's their room. Essentially. Yeah, or when the comedian's friend tries to be funny to blend in with the other comics. Yes, and you're like most of the comics in the screen room aren't funny. <laughs> yeah. You're not even a comic, and you're trying to be right. funny. Yeah, exactly. Oh, it's so painful. I mean, like the the headliner can do whatever they want. They can bring whoever they want. Yeah. I don't care. But like, yeah, when the middle or the MC is bringing in their like, and their girlfriend's just like on the couch, like looking at their like. 
You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's fucking like, oh, now I'm in her space. Yeah. And they think it's like really cool to be in the green room, but the green room's like a back janitor's closet. Yeah. Right. That has like fold out chairs. Exactly. <laughs> it's so crazy how comedy like when I used to go to comedy shows, I'd see the comedians up there and I'm like, oh, my God, they're like rock stars. They probably go in the green room or like smoking cigarettes inside and it's like nice leather couches. And then when I started doing comedy and saw the green rooms, I'm like, it's this. Yeah, right. It's this weird like some clubs have awesome green rooms, but mostly. But like the ones where you're like on a show where it's like you're on a show with like 10 people. You're like, yeah, I'm in a closet. This is where you stand before you go on stage. That's essentially what a green room is. Yeah. And then I'll, I'll chain smoke outside for the most part. So I was just thinking, I'm like, I'm going to have a cigarette after. Nope. They might be. No, they're probably. They're fucked. fucked. Yeah. yeah, they're so fucked. Yeah, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. It's not your fault. I'm the one who walked. You didn't push me in the moat. What if you I did? You don't have to say sorry. What if I did? And that would have like, been. You just didn't feel. I would have. I would feel less at blame for everything right now. If you had watched any of the uh, previous episodes, everyone is actually soaking wet when they're on. That'd be hilarious yeah. if I wasn't. I you were like, that's the anyone. fifth time that's happened. Even if it was like the third time, I'd feel like, <laughs> yeah. oh wow, okay, it's a thing. Do you have like a ring cam of that too? No, I would. That's what I was saying. I wish that it was at least filmed. That would be insane. It would be such good footage. <laughs> that would go viral. I wonder if the neighbor across the... No, you wouldn't be able to see it. <laughs> um, do you... See, that's what I'm nervous about when I headline is like, I'm not getting paid enough to be able to like pay to bring my own feature. So... Right. I'm always nervous, like, oh my gosh, what if like the club gets me this feature? But I almost think it's kind of exciting to have someone. What are you that worried about happening? Weird. I don't know, just someone who's like, just like if the host isn't that great, and then the middle isn't that great, and then I have to be the one to like reset the room, and then at the middle of my set get started, and then like hopefully try and. Yeah, I don't know what it's like. I know, I guess because. I mean, even if the crowds are small, I know they're they're at least there to see me. So I don't care about the openers being good or bad even. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And I, I that's what I always thought with every headliner. But the papered ones, I guess, like they would be the ones who would be like always like looking and making sure they'd be like, what's he doing? You know what I mean? Like to about the host or what have you. Yeah. So yeah, that makes that makes some makes sense. I don't know. I've never. Um, I want to bring my own, obviously. Like, it's more fun. Who to would you bring if you could bring someone? I mean, I'd bring my friend Matt, uh, Matt Wayne from New York. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, for sure. Oh, gee. Yeah, definitely. I mean, he's middle forever. So, I I mean, I feel weird saying that. But I mean, like, you have. Yeah. But I mean, uh, we did Boston together when I first started going out. It was my first headlining weekend. And I got to bring him because he lives in New York. It was just yeah. easy. And he stayed in my hotel room and like it was so much fun. It was the best. Yeah, that's the other thing is like. It's really just about the hang. It's part. so fun. Yeah. I wish comedy was more like music in that way where you can like kind of bring your. Yeah, your it's lonely crew. in terms of traveling. Yeah. You know, do you bring like anybody with you? Do you bring like your friends? No, some when I posted about doing shows in Texas, I had some friends hit me up that they were willing to like pay for their own flight if they could do stage time mm. so um i'm not in a place where i can just fly and get a room for people yeah right know? exactly same here which is hard but um if someone offers to like get their own flight i'm always like 
because that's what I would do. Like, I would always offer to, like, Santino would be like, oh, I'm going on the road. And I'm like, I want to go. Yeah, no, that's for sure. I mean, when you're middling at a club anyway, most of the time you have to pay for your travel. So it's like, of course, you're willing to do that. Yeah. I would. I remember I used to, like, pay extra for, like, to go just do guest sets with my friend when he was, like, going on the road. And it wasn't even for sure if we if I would get them or yeah. not. Do you know what I mean? Like. Well, I think being a comedian, it's like, especially when you're starting out, you're like, I just want to feel the feeling of like the next level. Yeah. I want to so see like, what it's like to be in front of a crowd. Yeah. A, in another state. To have a new experience. For sure. What are your favorite metal albums slash bands? Metal album. I mean, it's such a weird. Are you into metal? Is that your thing? I'm I don't. I'm not really. What like, are your favorite? I'm like, I'm just... into douche rock. Like I love like shitty bands, like, like still like papa roach and shit like that and like, i was like an emo kid i oh, would listen to like yeah. hawthorne heights and like did you go Fall to warp tours all the time 100 nice. percent. and i was in radio so i would go like backstage oh yeah backstage is like worse than the green room to be honest it's like super lame do you know what i mean yeah but it feels cool it feels cool for sure you just walk back there but then you're like oh cool roadie is like spitting on the ground and yeah you're watching the guy carrying in water <laughs> bottles yeah, you're like nice sick Backstage nice water, experience. dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So definitely went to Warp Tour a lot. I wish I had gone. It just kind of passed. Did you do like Coachella and stuff like yeah. that? Yeah. See, I've never done anything like that before. Yeah, I'm a Coachella gal. I'm like trailer park trash with the Warp Tour. Family Values Tour was the other one I went. That was my first concert ever. What's Family Values Tour? That was like the one corn and like Limp Bizkit started back in the day. <laughs> nice. It was like late 90s. It was my kind of wearing down when I went. And three of the five bands' lead singers are dead now. Wow. It was Linkin Park. Stone Temple Pilots is dead. Who else? Oh, De uh, Static X. And then the other bands were Stained and Dead Z, which is Cher's kids' band. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. R.I.P. R.I.P. Um, what's it going to take to make you switch to the Jewel? I like cigarettes. I can't vape. It makes me cough. Is that weird? That's that. That my mom has the same issue. My mom's a smoker, and I tried to get her on the Jewel because I'm a huge Jewel head. Yeah. And she, yeah, she can't like the way that she smokes it. She just always coughs. Yeah, I think it's because of a. We I'm a weed guy, so like I'm always like inhaling super hard. I feel yeah. like. Yeah. And I do it with cigarettes. I smoke cigarettes like I'm stressed out when I smoke them. Yeah. I'm just like, you know, like crazy inhale but with jewels it burns me or any vape see that i like that i like the burn it feels weird and chemically you get used to it i don't know i like cigarettes it's interesting because i when like I the physical like lighting of it the smoke part that's I how i was that's how i was and then i started jeweling but i was only jeweling every once in a while because i like the cigarettes way more and then it's so funny because eventually i like just started dueling so much that now if I have a cigarette, I'm like, oh, this is taking so long. It smells. I hate it. <laughs> I I mean, when does it end the jewel? It doesn't. That's it's never the ending. problem, right? Like, I think I would just never stop. But but like, when does it ever end with the cigarettes? You know what when I mean? When the cigarette's over, then you're like, all right, I can't smoke oh, another yeah, one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, dueling is worse in that way because it's so easy to do anywhere, anytime. Yeah, that, you like, can be like in bed doing it. Yeah. Yeah, that you end up jeweling way more than you would ever be smoking cigarettes. Um, 
Someone Tyler Franklin asked, "Can I have his old glasses?" I still need them you need in them. case these ones break or fall in a moat. What if my glasses fell off and like I had to like dive back down? Yeah, to like get them? fish for them. That would have <laughs> yeah, been awful. I had to go back in and be like, "All right, I think I found them." At that point, I would have just <laughs> gone in with you. We would have a pool party. We'd invite people over. Um, what's your diet? Um shitty probably i don't know it's i eat like once a day i guess yeah like, that's, what someone like, that's said. like intermittent fasting i'm like all right <laughs> but i don't know i mean chipotle i guess big chipotle guy big chipotle like, what's your order again, standard i just get like a burrito barbacoa or chicken sometimes now they have quesadillas i'm thinking about it you got to do a burrito with the or a bowl with the with a couple tortillas on the side that way you can get like three burritos for one I guess that's true. I don't like. I don't like making. I don't it. like exactly. I, yeah, I'm like, I would you rather guys do pay them me. exactly. I'd rather have them do two small burritos because they never. They don't know how to freaking pack the burrito. I've gotten a good pack streak. Like it depends. I feel like I've gotten good packed ones lately. Like every now and then I've gotten a real tight one. I'm like that's real good. Yeah. But um, I understand what you're saying. It is a risky endeavor with the loose. Every now and then you get a shitty one or it breaks. And it's dog shit, but I hate a food service employee who doesn't put passion yeah. and love into the if you work at Chipotle, put all of your heart and soul into wrapping that burrito. I went to Jersey Mike's today, same thing. The guy making my sandwich, he was putting it together so sloppily that I'm like, Do you eat sandwiches, sir? Yeah, Have right? you ever eaten a sandwich in your life? Pretend you're the customer. I want a Chipotle person folding a hundred burritos a day, just being like getting their shit down. I want them to love it. I want yeah. them to go home and wish that they were still folding a burrito. Like when they're old, I want them to take a tortilla and be like, I think I still got it and tr keep trying to do it. Yeah, do the arthritis has kicked in, their hands are claws, but they're just trying to make it happen. Exactly. Um, but yeah, I would rather, like, people say that about sandwiches, too. They're like, why don't you just make your own sandwich? I'd rather point to a sign and be like, I want that one. And then it comes. You feel like a king. Yeah. Why wouldn't I do that? I don't mind making my own sandwiches. I make really good sandwiches. But it feels so nice to be. But do you want to do that every day? No. Exactly. Once in a while, sure. Every day? No. Sorry, I'm trying to find other questions they're all pretty similar right they are pretty similar shocking that's what when i do annie letterman's podcast she says the same she's like i'm gonna try and not talk about these four things but then they always are the End questions up. yeah what are the best and worst drugs to have sex on Ooh, that's fun how old are we when we're talking about this like present day? I would day? say just present day based on your past experience. Well, I remember there was a time when like having sex on cocaine was awesome. And then it became like a nightmare. Why? Because it makes your dick even worse. Uh. But it was like, there was a time when it made it better, I feel like. It was like a weird, I don't know if it's like a age thing or if it's like a amount of cocaine thing but i also think coke is one of those drugs where it makes you think everything's better so maybe it was no i mean illusion. in this in the beginning i feel like it was really better oh i mean just physically like uh i mean i'm just talking in terms of like hardness that's so i mean that's pretty like deductible you can figure yeah. that one out like you're not like was i wrong about how hard my dick was you know what i'm saying so yeah. but hmm i would say 
Molly's still awesome. That's probably the best one, right? Yeah, Molly's a good one. Coke is probably the worst now. Like, I, I won't even, like, attempt it. Do you think this is very off topic? But uh, Christina and Tom are going to Austin, yeah? Yeah. Do you think that you'll end up going there? Do you think you'll hold the fort down here? Well, I'm going on, on my own moving? at the end of the month. To just check it out? No, no, no. I mean, I'm going, like, on my, my podcast is, like, going off their thing onto its own thing. So I can go. I, I still thought I, I'm going to go to yeah. Austin, but I don't know anymore. I mean, like, I'm going to see the, what my podcast does on its own or whatever. And then, I mean, I was just looking at rent down there, though, and it is so I could pay what I pay now and live like palatially. So, oh, yeah, it's crazy. And how's the state of your house here? Because I remember watching the it. video of it getting clean. Oh, that it's better. I mean, that was like very depressed mode for a few like months yeah but it's been like since then i've been like i don't want that to happen again yeah and it like woke me up but i um like it never was it's so weird like i remember when like women who'd stay over and stuff like that they'd be like jesus like what happened like because they'd come over and be like i've never seen anything like that there yeah you know what i mean like they'd stay but then you know you see people like obviously a lot of people watch that so now that's like their first impression of like how i live so they think <laughs> yeah. like that's just me all the time and i'm like all right well fine but um yeah it was it was nice to hear like from people who like knew they're like man that got pretty bad huh but uh it's better now and i hate i hate living where i live though like with yeah. a roommate and shit yeah I, and i feel like all of after. a sudden i'm 35 i'm like oh my god i have a roommate still you know yeah. what i mean covid really like accelerated it's like i thought i was just 33 now i'm 35 all of a sudden yeah so you think austin is a possibility yeah it still is in my brain like because of again this the way the rent is and like there's more comedy happening there now than there is here i know things are going to open up and it could change but it's like is it worth paying the rent here i know it really puts everything into perspective so i mean i don't know what i'm gonna do yet people ask all the time they're like are you going with i'm not going with your mom's house but am i still going i don't know yet yeah what about you you're gonna stay i think i'm gonna stay here you're from here though i'm from here so my family's all out here i don't see myself being in austin but never say never um but yeah i don't know i feel like i can at this time in my life i have the uh I have the ability to go out there and visit as much as I want and yep. for how long I want. So I think I'm going to do that until. That's cool. Yeah. I, I mean, that's the thing you can always go visit. And um, I don't have any like roots here, though. It's the mm-hmm. thing like I barely have friends here. So it's like, should I just go to Austin? I feel like all the friends I did make are going to Austin. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? So it's like, cool. I mean, I still have some friends here, though. But um, I don't have any family or anything to keep me here. Yeah, so. that's a huge part is having that community, like the people that you feel the closest to. It's like you wouldn't, I wouldn't want to be away from those people. Yeah, right. I mean, like I only moved here because Tom. Like I, I thought I was going to live in New York this whole time, and until Tom presented me with that opportunity, I never even considered living here. Yeah. So then it was like all of a sudden I live here now, and then. You know, it's been three and a half years now, one of them being coronavirus. So it's like I I could take it or leave it, but I do like it here, you know? Yeah. Well, 
we'll see what happens. I feel like everything changes. So like I say one thing one week on this podcast and then the next week I'm like totally different. So I'm very interested to see. I'm going to be in Austin at the beginning of April. Oh, nice. So we'll probably just miss each other. I'm not. I have no intention. I have no like uh, shows set up there. I'm going. It feels like other place. Like I'm going to be in Florida like three times in the next three months. Oh, that's sick! I love Florida. I just got back from West Palm Beach. It was so much fun. It was nice to like do a show at a club again. Yeah. See people out and about doing things. We're like so crazy shut in here. It's oh, nice. I know it's insane. My sister lives in Arizona, so I go out there a lot and visit her. Oh, nice. And it's like night and day. Yeah, I mean, even in November when I was there, it was crazy open. I remember I went to a restaurant in, in Phoenix and I tried to sit on the patio and they're like, it's closed. I'm like, oh, the restaurant's closed. They're like, no, the patio's closed. You have to eat inside. You're like, are you sure? I was like, what? Yeah, it was wild. They're like, throw your mask in the trash on your way in. <laughs> yeah, light it on fire, you liberal. Yeah. Um. Thanks for doing the podcast. Sorry you had to get wet. I am so sorry. I fell in your moat. Thank you for still doing it. How do you feel now? What's the update on the- I mean, I'm damp. I'm still like- ego bruise i don't even have an ego so i'm not really that ego bruise but i'm like you're an idiot i, I think you've you i think you mouth. played it off well i mean that's it is funny how i just like kind of got out of it i was like shucks i fell in the moat it seemed very natural to you it seemed like it wasn't <laughs> your first fi- time falling into a moat i just can't believe like i got like dre- like i got dressed and then i just walked into water and should have brought a bathing suit i mean what was i doing but thanks for still doing it. i'm sorry if i ruined your couch here not my couch not my problem that's what i say that's the motto of the podcast i'm really just like if i make it through this uber ride without getting like expelled from uber i think you're gonna be fine should i just call a lift for this particular occasion? <laughs> yeah this is a lift uh, <laughs> or just take the city situation. bus i could do that too yeah um what do you want to plug uh, my show's moving to its own YouTube channel, and uh, so if you could subscribe to that, that'd be awesome. It's called The Josh Potter Show. It comes out every Tuesday. It's going to still come out on Tuesdays, but on a different channel, so please subscribe to it. And then um, I'm going to be in Florida, June 9th and 10th, Orlando Improv, Tampa Improv. Wow. You should meet up with my friend Shaw, who lives Ooh, in Orlando. Okay. He's great. Nice. Is he a comic? Yeah, he's a degenerate, but he cool. he he always shows me a good time when I'm in town. I'm I'm down. He's a good person to hang with. Awesome. Yeah, and that's that's about it. Uh, that's so fun. I'm jealous. I want to go to Florida so bad. Yeah, it's fun. I want to go anywhere really. I'll go literally. I'm going to Denver. I might have a show in Denver in three weeks, but I probably won't. I'm just going for fun because I just want to do something. Yeah, so. it's just nice to get out at this point. Yeah um thanks for coming on thanks i hope i don't walk into the mode on the way out (laughs) i'll guide you you'll be safe bye